Previously on the Sum News Podcast. Police were quizzing DLT, and when he got a question wrong, he got... Quack, quack, oops. A man in Thailand had to go to hospital after he injected olive oil into his penis, which was the total opposite to what Popeye tried to do. Brian Cobby, the first male voice of the speaking clock, has died. Apparently it was his third stroke. And now, it continues... Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Some News podcast number 39. Only a short gap since the last podcast, uh, but it's been it's a busy time of year for me. I get busy doing lots of Santa voiceovers. You didn't know I do different voices? No, I don't. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm getting lots of scripts that say, Ho, ho, ho. Hello, children. This year, Christmas is cancelled. Yeah, I get a lot of work in Greece. I started doing it when I worked in radio. Uh, And when I say I worked in radio, I mean I was a commercial radio DJ. I didn't do it the Jimmy Savile DLT way. Yeah. The Savile scandal, then DLT was arrested. I can see how this is going, and I want to say it now. Keep Nick Grimshaw away from those kiddies. The bosses got rid of Chris Moyles because they wanted someone who could reach out to the youth. Be careful what you wish for. Anyway, in this edition, sex and the CIA, you're a politician, get yourself out of my face, and China's new leader, this time, will get it right. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast, the main news. The last time we spoke, America was having trouble with non-Hurricane Sandy. People hated that storm, but they would have hated it more if it spelled Sandy with an I. Yeah. Now they're having trouble with a sex scandal in the CIA. General David Petraeus had an affair with his biographer. A storm and then a sex scandal. All that damage from a little bit of blowing. Paula Broadwell wrote a book on General Petraeus, and it would seem she does her research thoroughly. She had sex with the person she was writing about, like so many guests on Jim Will Fix It. I didn't realise biographers would offer such sexual services. Anyone who wrote their own memoirs must feel like they've really missed out. In fact, I might actually be self-publishing a book soon, which now seems like a terrible euphemism. That was thorough research, though. I haven't seen someone research a book so well since Jessica Fletcher. Why, Miss Fletcher, how is it that you can write about murder so often and so well? Oh, I do a lot of research. Oh, my God, there's been a murder. If you read Paula Broadwell's book, you can work out if she enjoyed the sexual relationship. Well, the book's called All In. I would take that as a compliment. Apparently, she planned a sequel called Nuts Deep, and he was writing a book called Sure, Just Let Me Have a Snooze First. It's like the Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky scandal, only when you look at Paula, you think, hmm, okay, good work. And people say they feel sorry for the wife, but how is this a surprise? Your man is the spy chief, the head of the CIA. If anyone can keep a secret, it's him. The only way you could expect a more deceitful husband is if you marry someone who works for the men in black. Is this lipstick on your shirt? No, no, wait. I I can explain everything. First, just look at the end of this. But this case is more complex, and there are other people involved, and reports that top-secret documents ended up on Paula's laptop. And we don't want to know what ended up on Petraeus' laptop. Don't picture it. He's a military man, so it would probably be like... 
Fire! It is complicated. Paula Broadwell had an affair with General Petraeus, who was friends with Jill Kelly, who got threatening emails from Paula telling Jill to back off. So Jill sent those emails to FBI agent Frederick W. Humphreys II, who had been sending topless emails of himself to Jill. All that's missing right now is... Oh, and that's not even the end of it. Jill Kelly was also sending flirty emails to General Petraeus's colleague, four-star General John Allen. And four stars used to mean something back then before McDonald's ruined it. They give four stars to anyone who doesn't dribble in the cooking oil. Hey, can I get some fries? Do you want fries with that? Uh, no. Everyone in the CIA is basically banging someone. No wonder they invade places for oil. It's used to make some lube. So, was there a security breach? And if so, how bad was it? Well, it may take some time before we know. A senior official said there were 30,000 pages of emails between Petraeus and Broadwell that they had to go through. 30,000? Now, I'm no player when it comes to the ladies, but I would like to think I could close the deal within the first 15,000 emails. Come on, David, always be closing. If he wasn't a man in uniform with those moves, he'd never get laid. The only extra fact to throw at this scandal is timing. Uh, the story didn't break till after the US election, yet it was known about before. Some say it was done to help Obama win. Hang on. How would that help Obama? Experts in America have been pointing to the racial breakdown of who voted for whom. Obama did very well with women. I didn't realise women were a race, but there we go. Uh, Hispanic voters and African-Americans. Mitt Romney did well with white men. If the Petraeus scandal broke earlier, white men would have thought, Well, under Obama, an old white man like David Petraeus got a sexy piece of ass. Maybe I'm still in with a chance. Four more years. The Republicans shouldn't be upset about the Petraeus scandal. They say their problem is that their core vote, white males, are dwindling. So they need white men to multiply. Well, Petraeus was trying his best. On the desk, on the floor, anywhere he could. Uh, fire! The somenews.co.uk podcast. It's difficult to know who to hate at the moment. The newspapers hate the politicians and showed us that they're all expenses fiddling cheats. The politicians hate the newspapers and, thanks to Leveson, showed us they're all phone-hacking criminals. The newspapers and the politicians hate the BBC and showed us it was a 1970s paedophile spa. And the BBC helps the Tories and came back with a you think our paedophiles were bad, there was one high up in the Thatcher government and you thought she just stole the kids' milk. Oh, and bankers are still c***s. So, who to pick? Well, that's why we have the Wheel of Scandal. Ah, MPs. Well, Nadine Dorries has been in the news. She's the first sitting MP to be on the reality TV show I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, doing all of those horrible Bush Tucker trials. Ugh. People say Nadine is an unconventional Tory, but I'm not sure. I think she's like a senior Tory from the Thatcher government. And by that I mean she's had some small testicles in her mouth. Uh, she was the Tory MP who said of David Cameron and George Osborne... I think that not only are Cameron Osborne two posh boys who don't know the price of milk, but they're two arrogant posh boys. Two posh boys who don't know the price of milk. Although, to be fair, I'm not posh and I don't know the price of milk, but that's because I shoplift it. For legal reasons, I have to now point out, oh, I was kidding, I don't shoplift it, I don't really drink milk. I'm not lactose intolerant, I just wouldn't let my sister marry one. Uh, Nadine says she isn't doing this as a self-promoting stunt. She says she's going on a highly watched TV show to raise awareness of some serious issues. She's an anti-abortion campaigner. An anti-abortion campaigner 
on TV eating testicles. There's a certain synergy to that. I'll give you that much. I'm torn on this question, if it's right for her to do this or not. I don't agree with her point, but I'm all for people raising awareness and discussions of certain issues. But she's not just a campaigner. She's paid to be an MP. She's meant to be representing a constituency. But on the other hand, the more politicians we send into a jungle with deadly animals, the better. And is she the right one to do it? There are many other MPs I'd rather see eating a crocodile's anus. Some of them are so horrible, if they put a crocodile's anus in their mouth, the crocodile's anus would be the one that feels dirty. And it doesn't matter what I think, though. The Conservative Party certainly doesn't think this is the right move. They withdrew the whip from her. And normally, when a Tory MP has the whip removed, it goes like this. Thank you, nurse. Uh, now, Minister, this might sting a little. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Last time, we tried to speak to our Far East correspondent about the change in leadership in China. If you haven't heard it, it's in episode 38. It starts at 7 minutes 45 in, I think. Uh, so you can feel free to go and have a listen. But I thought we'd try again. So joining me on the line is our Far East correspondent. Hello. Hello. So last time, we were talking about the president and the prime minister, Hu Jintao and Wen Jiabo, and you got a little confused about which one was which. Uh, yes, Steve. Uh, when you said who, I thought you meant who... And when you said when, I thought you meant when. <laughs> yep, there's a strong chance you're an idiot. But I've learned all the facts now. Well, it's a bit late now because they have a new president and prime minister, Xi Jinping and Li Keqiang. So have you worked out which one's which? Uh, well, Steve, she is the president. She is the president? Yes, Steve. And who is she? No, Steve, who was the president? I thought you'd learn that. I have, Steve. Uh, I learned that. And when was the Prime Minister? When was the Prime Minister what? It's not Prime Minister what. He's Prime Minister Lee. I'm very sure he is Prime Minister Lee. Now he's the Prime Minister. It goes with a job. No, Lee is the Prime Minister. She is the President. I thought Lee was a bloke. So who's she? No, who was the President, but that's in the past. In the past? When? In the past, when was the Prime Minister? But now he's Prime Minister Lee. Why is he Prime Minister Lee if he's quit? He hasn't quit. He's only just started. Who has? No, who has just quit? I don't know. He's on third. Yep, thought as much. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Normally, I like picking a strange story to do in the podcast. I wanted to use the one about the 56-year-old Russian grandmother who was attacked by a wolf but defended herself with an axe. But I saw the headline that read, Granny beat off hairy beast, and I thought, that flipping Wayne Rooney's been up to his old tricks again. Uh, but instead, we're talking about this story. A kind-hearted man has been dressing up as a giraffe to carry out random acts of kindness in Scotland. On one level, it's rare to see someone stick their neck out for others. Yeah. Uh, but on another level... That was a draft joke, by the way. Uh, but on another level, sounds like the kind of behaviour of a soon-to-be serial killer. Uh, Glasgow-born Armstrong Bailey, who's known as the Good Giraffe, has been spotted spontaneously helping random strangers across Scotland. He's been handing out free bananas. I've been to Scotland. There are some places where handing out fruit isn't being helpful. It's deeply patronising and will earn you a headbutt. On other occasions, he's been handing out £10 notes to hospital patients and free coffee to cold passers-by. I just don't see the link to the giraffe costume. It smacks of a superhero who should be called whatever outfit was left in the shop, man. He said he picked the animal uh, because he said the giraffe... Uh, giraffes... I'll try and do the accent. Is that right? Giraffes are like me, uh, as my head is in the clouds, but my heart is in the right place. That's odd, because I think giraffes are like me. Tall, with an impressively dexterous tongue. Still, it's nice to think that there's someone out there doing good deeds. If someone could do a good deed for you, what would you want it to be? 
I asked the question on Twitter. Here are some of the answers. At Annie Mouse 1981, pay off my 640 HMRC tax bill. That'd be an ace good deed. Yeah. At Craig Bumberclart said, uh, this penis isn't going to clean itself. That's not true, actually. Apparently, if you, uh, if you don't wash it for long enough, it does start to clean itself. I might be thinking of long hair. It's worth a try. Uh, at Love4JCX said, uh, to help me meet my hero, Jake Canuso. Uh, they'd be doing a good deed for me. That's why your for your username said love for JC. I thought you were going to be one of those religious tweeters. Uh, at Dorna Days said, make me smile. There are too many grumpasses in the world. Also, I'm quite partial to a donut if you're passing a baker's. At Nelson's Comedy said, to help those poor drunken bastards that stand in my way on the street singing Show Me the Way to Go Home. Yeah, they're the people who have Apple Maps. At Debs Winnie said, if someone could do me a good deed, I'd like a billion dollars. That basically covers my all my other wants. Well, at least you've uh, at least you're not high maintenance. At last caress, nineteen seventy two said, after a poo, I'd like to bend over and scream, finished, and have someone else handle it for me for nostalgia's sake. And at CLB underscore seven said, uh, saw your replies, all facetious, I'm afraid, especially the poo one. I will give you a real answer. Non-judgmentally assist me, which actually is kind of the same point the poo one was making. <laughs> the somenews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. Uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, subscribe. It's on iTunes. Uh, all the details at somenews.co.uk. If you go there, check out the new videos we're doing as well and click on an advert. Maybe some money, why don't you? And follow on Twitter at Mr. Steve Allen. Till next time. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.